Oh, I got his ass now. You have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. My bottle got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. I'm about to light this shit up. Mike Day is about to light the shit up, dude. So the Safisa, like on my end, when Safiso comes on the intro, it gets kind of cut off. So all, all I hear is, could change the rest of your life. <laughs> really? That's all you get to hear? <laughs> there are some, there are some is going to come change the rest of my life. <laughs> there are some weird glitches in there that I don't understand where they come from. Like there's at one point, it just like, there's a quick little pause and it keeps going. I don't know where it comes from, but we'll I just know, run it. I know. So, um... We're on Chatter Radio 7 already. Sick. So, uh, yeah, we'll still be back for another week of uh, Coffee Chatter Radio. Um, we could discuss a few things tonight, a couple debates, a couple social media check-ins. Got some big news in the BMX world. And we're officially in the uh, month of the grants. Can't believe November's here already. Dude, it seems like the pandemic just fucking hit. We're in March still somehow. It's unbelievable how this year has gone, how like it feels like it's been like two years in one year, but also feels like this year has just gone by like so fast. We haven't done anything this year. I mean, like it feels like the last Grands race was a little while ago. And now we got, you know, Mex Grands coming up again. So it, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. It's one of those times that it feels like being in the year feels like a long time ago, but at the same time, it feels like we're still there. I don't know how to explain it. I know, I know exactly what you mean. You can't explain it, but I know exactly what you mean. Um, thanks to ProGate Europe, winning starts the, I mean, not a good gate, it starts with a great gate on uh, ProGate Europe, get yours today. Absolutely starts with a great gate. And you know, we always, you know, we find those riders that have great gates. Well, I was thinking about it because we have a little, we have a segment coming up with, uh, with Tuan today, got him to send us a voicemail to drop, but he has got quite the ProGate set up on that new Supercross Hill he, uh, he's got going on. That may be the sickest that's, you can't, that's the sickest gate setup I've ever seen. Anyone in BMX has ever had. You, you oh. literally, you can't beat it for a home no. gate setup. You can't. It's, it's, it's the same as Tokyo too, right? Oh yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I can't remember if he said in the voice memo. We'll get to that later in the show. But I'm pretty sure he even brought in, is it Thomas uh, Hamon who did the track build there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he brought him in to build it like as identical as he could. That's so, that's fucking insane. That's so cool that Red Bull did that for him and, uh, unbelievable fucking setup like it's so cool to have your own first fate granted he can go to the track and ride but it's so much better to set your own track you do whatever you want you can literally just dial in your gates com completely in just one little area no distractions you can dial in the first jump no distractions rest of the track like it's insane how much you can just focus on such a specific area when you have your own setup to do that on your own with <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because we're not, obviously, we're not in that huge budget sport. So this is kind of foreign to us to have like a personal setup like that. But it's not anything out of the, out of the blue or different to other sports. You know, like a, a high level pro sports, um, the guys have these kinds of setups at home where they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, you look at other sports, you look at motocross. So some of those guys basically have to build a track in the backyard to train. I know nowadays they have like a uh, commonly used facilities that people own, but like back in the day, Carmichael had his own track that he'd build. Reed had his own facility that he used. We don't really have that. Cause you're right. We're not a high, high uh, budget sport. People don't have the money to do that. BMX tracks cost a, uh, a lot of money. Um, so yeah, it's cool to see something different. 
Very um, before, before we continue, um, I realize this is a live show. We've got to post a number for people to call in because the phone lines are indeed open. The phone lines, you're right, are open. It is uh, updated, I think, by um, my YouTube page, unfortunately. I put it into the YouTube, though. So if you guys are listening, you want to call in on FaceTime Audio, it's 778-866-7674. So give us a call. Ask us a question. If you got an opinion on what we're talking about, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to discuss it with you. So you 778-866-7674. That'd be correct. I hope it's correct. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, is there any way for us to post at the top of the chat? You know, you would. I would think so. I would think so. You'd... We did that before, didn't we? We did. Um, we did. I, I just posted it. Um, you but did yeah, that. if we post at the top of the chat, that'd be best. Um, there's gotta be there's gotta be a way to like someone's gotta know how do you oh top of chat live chat no no live chat that's live chat and we need not we need a tech person because trying to do this but while everything's going on i feel like i'm like i don't understand what's happening you know it's crazy though like the highest income sport like one of the highest income sports f1 those guys hardly ever actually drive right that's it's something so nuts. nuts. You're right. It's so it's nuts. so nuts. Like they just do the simulators and they have their whatever specific testing days where all the teams can test. Otherwise, dude, they don't even drive. It's like, can you imagine that if all you can do is let's say, let's say you can even do uh, like gates on the street. You can only do gates on the street. And the only time you get to actually touch the real track and actually touch a track is the scheduled like week of preseason testing you get or the race. Yeah, I know. I wonder how accurate the simulators are. The simulators must be pretty close. You got to think at this point in, in life that because video games are insanely accurate and insanely live, insanely just like, um, what am I trying to say here? Yeah, yeah, the, like the yeah. graphics and everything. Yeah, yeah, the graphics are very much realistic and whatnot. Yeah. So you got to think that the simulators are pretty advanced these days because if that's all they get and they drive as well as they do, I mean, it's insane. Is simulator, is the simulator the same as the game? Is it like a video game console? It might be a dumb question, but it's oh, the same. great question! I bet you it's like a video game console on steroids. I know they have like their multiple screens, but you're right. I don't. I don't know how do they. What kind of like? They got to have some kind of downloaded software to be able to have the exact track and whatnot, and then obviously the equipment to make it feel realistic, like the seats, like the pressure of the pedals and whatnot. You can't just have like those loosey goosey PlayStation pedals you buy from Best Buy, you know. <laughs> Imagine the first day I got like a, a winter testing or whatever. They must feel like they're in a fucking rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, I must feel so like, weird. Even in BMX, I know like, you know, you race the last World Cup and say whenever it is, September, October, and then you don't usually touch Supercross again until, I don't know, the New Year, say. Mm -hmm. The first time you hop back on Supercross in the New Year, the, it feels so fast. Like, I, the hill always seemed a lot bigger even if you're off it for like three months. You get up to the top, you just look at the view, you're like, whoa. Like, then, like oh, this feels like, weird. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, this thing's tall. And you go, like, the jumps feel like they're coming at you super fast. Yeah. No, that's huge. Yeah. Because when you, when you're only riding small tracks, or even when you take some time off and you get back on that big track, you're moving. Like, you don't realize sometimes how fast you're moving, how fast things are going by your face and whatnot. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, the USA BMX just dropped their uh, uh, build for the grants this year. I took a look at it when it came out. I haven't seen it since. Uh, I should go check on it so I can give my formal opinion. But what were your thoughts on it? It looks all right. I mean, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. It looks like it has a decent first straight. It's always so hard to tell by, the, by like, the computerized photo or whatever how 
kind of long the straightaways are actually going to be. True. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Because it, it's weird, but like at the, at the grounds, the stadium's so big, but typically they have, they don't use a lot of the space for the first straight, mm-hmm. which I've always, I've always wanted them to really stretch out the first straight. And some years they've had, they, they have done that. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Other times they've left so much room behind the gate. They've used like half the space for the first straight. Um, but that track has so much potential. They have such a good amount of space on the ground. Um, good first straight. Looks like they had a pretty good pro section. Um, yeah, the track looks like they'll be pretty good, I think. Do you like it when they do something unique and kind of like out of the ordinary? Because I'm a fan of that. How out of the ordinary are we talking? Um, like when they randomly throw in like the the, the decision maker straights, which I know are no, for pros it's normal. Ams it's decision maker, but pros is always just pro line. But then they had like one year it was five straights. Um, they've yeah. had the random like pro set where you cut back, which isn't out of the ordinary, but it's definitely <laughs> different when you have a pro set on the, the uh, we'll call it the inside. We have to cut back to the straightaway, things like that. They always just do it a little different, I feel like, or try to make it exciting somehow. I find pro sections on the inside work when it's a sweeper first corner. So I think if you notice, all the times they do that, it's usually because of a sweeper corner, and it's not a big deal because you have so much time to pedal out and come back. Fair, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if you don't have the sweeper, it's hard, to, it's hard for the pros and be able to get back. Yeah. What I'm a big fan of, actually, and I think more tracks should do, would be super cool, and, like, World Cups would be cool, is a split last straight really cool idea i raced there's been a few grants tracks like that and the one side like the outside's amateur yeah yeah um the amateur last and then the inside you have like a mini pro section it's kind of tech yeah um it's super cool like the guy in second will just send the pro section and try and pass the guy in first or whatever Um, yeah to try and kind of you know get away from the pack and whatever i think it's really cool and it makes makes the last straight super exciting because especially on normal tracks, it's so hard to pass the last straight. Mm-hmm. But if you if you make like a little decision maker, it really opens things up. It's cool. And then the, the people get into it when someone decides to, to peel off and go to the inside or like if Elise or Brooke or one of those girls needs to send it or something. It, it's pretty cool. I get abs- absolutely hyped when you just see it. We were watching the AM classes and you see that one person or even the, the women too. When you see that person just dart for the pro set when nobody else is and you're like, you know it's quicker if they get it right, but it's hard for them to do it the full section properly. And you're just like, come on, just like, let's get it. Come on, come on. And you're just cheering yeah, your head off. Cool. It's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, I think something like that's cool, especially um, at, a track, at a race like the Grands, just to build some more excitement. Yeah. So that, that's kind of something that I'm talking about when it's like unique and different because that kind of stuff excites me. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, like, I don't like gimmicky shit. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with adding something special or something cool to the track. For some flair. I always find a hard time um, getting on board at Grands with the, the berm jump for the sole reason that when it's a dirt track like that and it's just the pros riding that, that berm jump, you get a single file track through the turn normally and it's the, the turn doesn't get used like a normal turn, unfortunately. You can't make the moves because everything stays a little softer. Oh, I never even thought about that, to be honest. But yeah, it's true. There was, um, like, for my, my example in my head that I was thinking of was 2012, I think it was. Um, there was a pro set berm jump going into the last turn and then coming out was just that one little tiny jump, unfortunately. So there wasn't really a last straight. I thought that layout was so cool. I loved the layout until that berm jump. And then it was like, well, nobody's going to try to make a move in this turn. And then there's no straightaway for anybody to make a move after anyways. So as long as you stay in, oh. in the, the blue groove, you're fine. Oh, really? I thought that's straight. I thought that was so cool. I loved that berm jump. I thought the highlight last straight was kind of a mini pro section. I thought it was super cool. There was no pro. It was one jump. I, I, I just saw a video this the other day. 
Yeah, it was just the no, one the last, jump. The last straight was two doubles. And then maybe it's 2011. Whatever year there was a berm jump into the last turn, it was one yeah, jump yeah, coming out, wasn't it? It was 2012, but no, I, I actually just watched it. I think was it there two doubles? Sure it was two. Yeah, okay. it was two. Did anybody do any passing on that last straight? It's funny. <laughs> I, I, passed, I passed Connor on the last turn of the main on the first, and they passed it back like, over the last jump. Well, this just blows my, my idea right out of the water, because I'm talking about there being no passing, and then there's obviously passing. It was, I thought that one was super cool. I love uh, that track design, because it was kind of yeah. the sweeper first turn, and then it was the decision maker down the, the second straight that was kind of dog-legged. And then yeah. out of the second turn, that was a good sprint, but I always felt like just that last turn, there was only one line through it. Yeah, that track was super cool. Great, um, That was a great first straight on that track. Yeah, there's been some good ones, too. Like, 2013 was on with five straightaways. That one was good, too. Huge. That was a really good one, too, yeah. Yeah. Long and tracks like that are section. good. Yep. Yeah, the big pro section, the second straight, legit rhythm section. So much room to pass anywhere. Yeah. Or so much opportunity, too. So I'm seeing on this track map, map for this year. Um, I love the Kawasaki, the, the Kawasaki track map. Kawasaki track map. Where's the little arrow that does all the jumps and does the cool whips <laughs> mid-air? One of those ones. I like the uh, second, third straightaway. It looks like a long rhythm section, which I'm a huge fan of over here at Coffee Chatter. Mm-hmm. Big rhythm section, guys. Huge rhythm section yep. company over here. <laughs> the second straight looks awesome, too, with a bunch of pro jumps. Hopefully, they're built nicely for the guys. But for first straight, tabletop and a roller. Not my, not my go-to. No. 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 Yeah. I love a drag. It goes, goes tabletop roller, then like step up or something? Yeah, then I would call it like a, st- a step table, kind of. I saw Sam posted on the USADMX photo, take out the roller and you have a really good first straight. I agree. Like, make, like really let it, let the boys eat. Yeah. I would love to see, take the roller out. I would love, I love camelbacks for a first jump on the ABA rounds or yes. like something yes. to give, give the guys an opportunity to throw in a double pedal manual and throw some skill in oh, there. Talk dirty to me. And I then take the roller. Right. So good. So, so good. good. So good. Like, <laughs> It's just the best. Like you get rewarded for being able to do a sick double pedal. Maybe. It's so uh, when you get it right too, man. You are just motoring. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I was as as a kid, I could never do it very well. I was terrible at that slow speed, being able to do that double manual, double pedal manual. And nowadays, it just seems like it's not there. And I just want to bring it out so bad. I know. Yeah. I I love good pedal manual. I got a good post this week for pedal manual. I'm gonna post Thursday. Right on. Speak of the speak of the devil. Speak but of yeah, the devil. It's, uh, so pedal is a huge scale, especially at US BMX tracks. Like most first jumps, you pretty much have to pedal man unless you're in good drop. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's a big skill and uh, underrated skill too. It is definitely, yeah, definitely. It's like one of those skills, that, like you said, because we we're so focused in the elite class, so focused on Supercross, they're not worried about that skill too much anymore. Which it's a good skill to have when you have to be on these small hills going for a title. You know, it's a sick jump to double pedal manuals. The first jump at the Chule ABA track, the step double. Oh, that jump's awesome. Oh, it's so good. There are so, so many good. fast lines you can do over that. Like, because you can keep it so simple and be so fast. Or if you get aggressive and be greedy with like a pull double pedal, you, you can sneak it in there and get an extra like wheel in there sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can literally do like, you go pump manual. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's seriously so fast. It's annoying sometimes that that's like a fast line. Because I ended up doing that. I remember because I was like, this is so fast and so easy. Why am I trying to do this pull double pedal every time and like get it half the time? I know. Uh, when we, remember we first went there in 2016, in 2017, we were staying there for a while. Nick was doing the sickest double pedal males. I was like, oh, I need to get on this. And I practiced it a bunch and I, I could just do it every time and it feels so sick. It's just so good. It's such a good, such a good feeling when you can get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw you have the, you mentioned you had the voice memo from Twine. You have to play that now. We do. Yeah, we do. So we can play that now. We had um, 
We had a few people. I had at least two people message me just asking about Tuan Supercross Hill. They wanted to hear a little more about it. Didn't want to be speaking for him without the knowledge, so we got a got a voice memo from Tuan. We're going to play here, um, just describing what his Supercross Hill is all about from from him. Here we go. It, it was, I think, April this year, where uh, the whole COVID situation was getting bigger and bigger, and yeah, it looked like a real pandemic. Uh, Pandemic. Pandemic, huh? <laughs> Pandemic. Huh? Yeah. Got a Pandemic. Translation. Yeah, yeah. I was just checking in with uh, <laughs> with my assistant. <laughs> um, well, when the whole pandem- pandemic uh, was getting more serious, uh, Red Bull asked me a question uh, about, is there anything we can do to help you uh, prepare for the Tokyo uh, Olympics? Um, I told them about the, the World Championships last year with the preparation I had there, and it looked uh, more or less ideal to, yeah, uh, fly up and down to Tokyo for in, uh, three times a week, but that's just not possible. And then they told me, uh, if it's not, uh, if that's not possible, um, can't we bring the track to here? And it was more more or less of a joke, but at the end, uh, I got a call day, a day later uh, about um, if I was serious about that uh, part of uh, making a replica of the first trade in Tokyo. And from there on, I went to the to the province and sat down on, uh, at the table with the, with the people there. And they want to co- cooperate, uh, yeah, with the with the whole thing. And now, three months later, uh, it's done. It's there. It's working, and I can train my ass off uh, like ten minutes from my home. So it's like a boy dream came true. And yeah, <clears throat> I hope to to get the results out of it uh, that I want. And um, yeah, of course, um, who paid it? Um, it's a cooperation between me, Red Bull, and, and Shimano. So uh, yeah, you know who paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Good to hear from TVG. Um, before we comment on it, people are messaging me saying they tried to call. It's not working. Is the phone open? Or is it? Is it? Yeah, it's open. It, all right. Um, um, Call back people. Should be. Um, I hope it works. Maybe maybe we got to buy the Telus thing again. Well, if it's on <laughs> it's on Wi-Fi, it should FaceTime audio should work. You would think. One would think. Yeah. yeah. FaceTime audio people. FaceTime um, audio. But yeah, it's pretty sick. I can see Tuan winning the Osha. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. Especially, first of all, it's hilarious that they're like, well, you know, if you can't go to Tokyo three times a week to to practice on the track, well, then I guess we'll make one here. <laughs> we got a caller. All right, caller one. All right. All right, caller number one, you're live on Coffee Chatter. Who are we speaking to? What's going on, boys? It's Mitchie. Oh, Mitchie, it's been too long, bro. I, I know, mate. It's I'm back with the weekly check-in from Australia. Yeah, we need our weekly uh, Mitchie Aussie check-in. Oh, my headphones just can't work. Yeah. Like, don't uh, say so... anything I can't hear yet. Now I'm back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, good. What's the latest, bro? So, Ben, um, we got the all from BMX Australia and BMX Victoria to open the tracks and we can go and practice tra- and train now. That's huge. Right, so, um, that's really good. Um, it's better for the mental health side of things and everything. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, um, more, more importantly, how did the project go you did on me? <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Um, I got a A for it. Oh, uh, straight boy. A. There it is. Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. When you do um, want to try, so you could I'll, not, right? You could not. I mean, how yeah. could you get anything else? Though? <laughs> I know. And they loved it. Like when you told about um, getting your spleen taken out and all that stuff. And they're like, what? How? <laughs> this guy's like, fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this guy's nuts. Like, he's so good. But yeah, I'll have to send him um, to you. Yeah, that's cool, bro. And man, I'm stoked to have, uh, to have helped you. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad yes. you're starting to uh, get into ride again, too. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's really good because um, it's been like six months now. We haven't been racing or training. Yeah, that's so really tough. Now it's really uh, tough. going back into the new season for 2021 and start training up for that. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Um, yeah. We're just talking about the – Mitchie, we're just talking about the grants because it's a one – it's a one-shot deal. It's three mains, but it's a one-shot deal for the title. Who, yeah. who do you got? Oh. oh. Put, them on, the put them on, on the spot. Huh? Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. I have to go Wait, with you... CF. CF11. He, yeah. yeah, he'll take yeah. That's Mitchie's boy. Yeah. That's Mitchie's guy right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd, put my, I'd put my money on Connor too, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a very safe bet. Connor Where'd you go, like James? Hard and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna. Yeah, for me, it's just you take Joris or you take Connor. I'm going Joris because yeah. Mitchie just said I Connor, mean, so we got to have like a little duel here. I mean, we, we none of us none of us factored in Corbin who could easily win it. So you're gonna yeah, take Corbin? <laughs> Three way duel think, here? No, no I, I think Connor's gonna win, but like Corbin could easily not easily, but he could definitely go win. He's been horsing there before, yeah. 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 Columbian this boys might, this been might. racing USA. The Columbian boys, yeah, I saw them there up there doing the USA stuff, doing some of the pro ams in Louisville, yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, I've seen fun. Carlos. He's uh, yeah, he's been race, or racing Florida and stuff. Yeah. 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 No, he's looking fun, Carlos. Yeah. A little yeah, magician. Yeah. It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be good to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. good to hear from you, bro. Thanks for the check-in. You too, bro. No, good. Catch you, boys. Thanks, Mitchie. Yeah, good to hear from you, buddy. We'll talk yeah. soon. Okay. Yeah, same. Bye. Later. Mitchie, everybody. Thanks for coming uh, on, Mitchie. I don't have the sound thingy right now, but thanks for coming on. I Mitchie. like our, uh, I like our uh, little uh, Mitchie Aussie check-ins. That's really, I, you know, it's nice to hear from him. He's our he guy. Be our, he's, he, he's our guy. He could be our Aussie correspondent. Yeah, he's our, our Aussie correspondent. I like it. I <laughs> he's like our it. Aussie correspondent. <laughs> we get our news once a week or every couple of weeks. We get our quick little bit of news on what's going on in the BMX world in Australia. I like it. Um, want to do the goat debate? You want to throw it in there? This is heavy. People might people yeah, might want to call I, in about this. I had this written in my phone for the past two weeks. We were going to do it last show. Yeah, but I just went on read other stuff and whatever. Yeah, bring it on. We had we had Sylvan on. Fuck that guy. But um, right. we'll do it now. Are you shitting me? Oh what? You have to be. Fine. I hate that guy. Fucking <laughs> 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 just press just press the button eventually. <laughs> 
the truck. I hate that guy. So I, I thought of this because as LeBron just won the NBA Finals, people mm-hmm. obviously on the internet were going nuts and debating. Some people were saying LeBron's the greatest of all time, and then Jordan fans were highly opposed to that. Saying, highly, you know, highly uh, opposed. Highly <laughs> against that, saying, you know, Jordan's the best of all time. I'm personally not a basketball fan. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't really give a shit. But it got me thinking about BMX. Who's the goat of BMX? And the biggest comparison would be Sam Ramirez. So, here, do you want my answer first? Do you want, I'll just oh, let me just drop my answer, and then we can get into explaining. But somebody's calling in. T. Oh yeah. Let's I'll answer the call. Here we go. Caller number two, you're live on air with Coffee Chatter. Who are we speaking to? Oh, good day, guys. It's the second Australian guy calling you today. It's Brendan. How are you? What's up, Brendy? How you doing? It's our, it's our second. It's our Aussie Canadian correspondent. Aussie Canadian <laughs> correspondent. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How's, How's it going, Brendy? I saw the uh, the tracks have closed now in Ontario for the for the winter, huh? Well, it snowed today, but listen, we got a we got a week of twenty degrees coming up for some reason, so we might get out again. Well, snows and then twenty degrees. <laughs> No, it's not a joke. It, was, uh, it snows. It, it snows, and then two days later, it's fifteen. So unreal, Dude, unreal. I've seen some of the weather in like Alberta and stuff. Looks fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah that's Alberta. Though. <laughs> that's, Alberta. <laughs> that's why we live in BC and not there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I'd rather be in Ontario than Alberta with that weather. Sure. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a cool twenty-five here today. Yeah, you can you can just screw right off. <laughs> <laughs> it rained. Well, it's rained it. one day. It's rained one day since I've been here. Um, I got a couple of things for you guys: a couple of golf things and a couple of bike things. Um, oh, hit us with it! So, the Masters is next week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. I'm curious for your picks, boys, for next week. Well, are we, t- are we talking one guy or like three guys or what? Three guys? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just pick the winner. You mean not like? Pick three guys being no. Never mind. Never mind. So here nor there. One guy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, just I just want to. I, I just want to buy. Yeah, I actually earlier this year I picked him, and I'll stick with him. I think Cantley's going to win. Ooh, really? Okay. Yeah, because right. he's he hits it straight. He's really precise with his irons, and he's a really good putter. And Augusta, you have to putt really well, and you have to be really accurate with the irons because the greens are just diabolical. Yeah, fair. All right, if I if I'm guessing, if I'm voting with my heart, I would go with Tiger because Tiger is Tiger, and I love Tiger, and I'm on all on board the Tiger train. But my other guy that I love cheering for, and I actually I might I have my pick in. I'll pick Justin Thomas. Yeah, JT. Yeah, he's playing well. Yeah. What about you, Brandy? Brandy, who you got? Uh, this is a lock, and I want you guys to write this down. Xander Shoffley is going to take. The, oh. He's going to win. He's going to win the Masters this yeah. year. Yeah. So. He's looking the good. Yeah. Yeah. He's been looking sharp lately. I listen to him on the four play pod. I I like his attitude. I like his personality. He's got a good shot. You're right. Yeah. 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 I was, I, I I think, uh, Cantley, Shoffley, I think Patrick Reed can win it too. He's been playing well. He's good there. True. Yep. True. Yep. Yep. Um, on, on another golf I did shoot a 75 last week, which didn't quite get me into the Masters. But I, I would say, like within the next five to ten years, I'll be, I'll maybe have a shot at it, similar to Tory. So. That's legit. Yeah, it is. 
That is, yeah. I think you guys are going to be going to the Masters together with those kind of scores. Dude, you must, you must have been firing at pins. Yeah, I, I didn't tell you how hard the course was, but it's really irrelevant. It's just, it's <laughs> didn't so, tell us so it was a pitch and putt par three. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Still, like you got to get the ball in the hole. It's like that little path, two course outside Papandale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and a couple, couple little BMX things. I'm a bit annoyed with Tori. Uh, his training has been lacking. He sends, I sent him the invoice yeah. for the the coaching, he, and he pays the bill, but he doesn't do any of the training. So I'm not expecting a whole lot of um, performance out of him coming up in the next yeah. couple of weeks. This uh, the appendix really, you know, took the wind out of my sails. Had to tell something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you are you worried about seven thousand six hundred people in a building <laughs> in Oklahoma? No, it should be good. Should be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a filthy cesspool. Oh boy, man, it's unbelievable. You just leave like places like that in Reno and stuff. You just leave feeling like you have the black lung. Straight up. <laughs> um. And the last thing, well, two, two quick things. Um, the, you, my vote for the GOAT has got to be Sam. Okay. And um, let the girls race. I, I don't know um, Ariel, Ariel Martin very well, but um, I read her post that Molly, um, yeah. that Molly retweeted or re-Instagrammed or whatever. And, um, you know, I worked with Molly for a while and, um, you know, those girls are as fierce and as competitive as, as any girls I've ever seen in the sport. And obviously I know that, you know, sometimes we want to develop them the right way, but honestly, like I know so many people raced pro at 15, 16, 17, and, and it didn't hurt the top riders. So I just say, let them race. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, we're going to get into that as well, the show, but yeah, I agree. 1,000% agree, yeah. We'll get into that, but 100% yeah. agree, yeah. All right, boys. Thanks for the Good call, Brandy. Good to hear from you. All right, Thanks for calling in, Brandy. See you, guys. Later. See ya. Brandon Arnold, everyone. I Brandy. love a good Brandy chat. God, I love Brandy when he calls in. Yeah, I love how the Aussie guys call in, right? I know. I love, we're, we're sneaky. Like, I was looking at our analytics. We're sneaky big in Australia. Oh, we really are. Sneaky big. Yeah, I like, like it. Are, we're sneaky, like our analytics city-wise are sneaky big in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, and those cities. Australia, huge BMX country. Way yeah, bigger so than that, anybody gives them credit. Shout out to our Aussie listeners. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, the GOAT. Back Go to the it. GOAT. So my, my greatest of all time is Maris. My greatest racer, like fastest racer of all time, Sam. So you know when we're talking moto, we got the GOAT, we got Ricky Carmichael, but then we got, you know, like, we got like the fastest guy on the planet Earth. He was James Stewart, hands down. Well, that's what I'm getting at here. We got our GOAT. We got Maris. He's the greatest of all time. He's won two Olympic medals. He's won two World Championship medals. He's got um, close to the most World <laughs> Cup wins in history, minus Neek and Connor in this new era. And he's also got a USA BMX title. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I would agree. I would say Maris is the GOAT and greatest of all time. Obviously, the two Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the titles you mentioned. I wonder, looking at, t- looking at races, I bet Sam won more. Mm-hmm. I bet he won more races overall. And I think Sam was a better racer because Maris really only, you can't say only did it, but he only did it when he had a good game with bull shot and stuff, more or less. Mm-hmm. Sam could really do it from anywhere. There's a lot of race days where he hit the gate in the quarter and be in last and come back and make it and then win the day. And 
even if he was off or whatever, he found a way to still scrap out a podium or a win. Mm-hmm. Whereas Maris didn't really, he's kind of just on or just kind of like off and wait for the next race. So I would say Sam was the best. I don't know. I'm sorry. Maris is a goat for sure. Greatest of all time, but I would agree. Sam is the best racer. I don't know pure speed. I think pure speed. I don't think anyone can compare with Maris when he was actually on. Pure speed. I wouldn't, like I, just I wouldn't down have the said hill? Sam was, I wouldn't have said Sam was faster. I think Maris is the fastest of all time too. Okay. I would think so. If we're talking down the hill, like I'd give it to Maris because when his, when Maris was getting his fast starts, I think he was untouchable in the sense that yeah. like that's why he was the circa goat. circa Papandel twenty twelve was touring seven circa he, that which we'll get to. We'll we're gonna get dive into a little bit deeper, um, but I just think speed around the track, the fierceness, the competitor, like he is Sam was the fastest guy. I felt like how many times was he the guy that was going that fast where everyone's like, this guy's going to win. And that meant like, it just seemed like he was always going to win. I think Maris was a little more underdogish sometimes where it's like, at least at the Olympics, he would go through kind of um, maybe, maybe this is just 2012, but kind of go through a little bit under the radar, sneak his way in and then pop it off and just be, do what goat things do the goat thing where he just, you know, wins. That, that was, that was 2012. I mean, yeah. 2081, like every single lap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sam was similar to Bubba. Like if you actually want, not in the, in the aspect that, uh, like Sam's gates and first trades were much better mm-hmm. than the aspects that they would just fucking charge around the track. They had that bull-like mentality. and Dude, image just like that, a charging rhino. Like if you track. saw them coming out of a turn, like in a video or like behind you, someone, you're like, they're about to eat that person alive. Yeah, I'd be more nervous with Sam behind me than Maris. Yeah, 100%. Sam, Sam would be really tough to hold off, but Maris like, would be tough, but I don't think as tough because he's not going to like, I mean, he's fast, but he's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like Sam, Sam could come from any angle and attack from any angle. Maris wouldn't. And that's why in my head, I feel like I say he's the greatest and fastest racer of all time because he did it multiple ways. Like he did it where he would whole shot, but he also did it where he would just look like a madman around the track and just, he would stomp, stomp on the cranks out of a turn so hard that he would just charge by somebody like no big deal uh, down the yeah. straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I, like I said, I think what really sets him apart as a racer is that he could do it like on an off day. If he wasn't feeling as good. If he wasn't as fast he was struggling. He never quit. Like you'd always grind it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was a lot of races where he maybe wasn't at his best, but he still scratched out a podium or could still win, which shows how high his level actually was. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone ever dominated like gate to turn like Maris did. No, no. Cause you're right. Like the amount of his first race were just unreal. You look at the ones like when, they were, the when they were on, like it's fucking next level. Good. It is next level. You look back 2010 world champs outside lane, lane eight, Gets it down from the outside with heavy hitters on the inside. I'm talking oh, yeah. heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah. Huge heavy hitters. And then, obviously, yeah, let's talk about 2012, the gate in Papendal. That we're going we're gonna to debate here that it could potentially and quite possibly be the greatest gate in Hill of all time. That was the greatest gate of all time, and I was just – no one had a better view than I No one <laughs> had the opportunity to watch him stop those pedals like you did. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous that I was literally beside the greatest gate in history. You were – well, I mean, you know, just take it for what it is. You get to be in that video. That's just going to be replayed for years on end. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so we posted the video, whatever, two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, my gate was actually good, and it was fine with everybody else. Uh-huh. You were fine. You're there was nothing. First. There was nothing wrong with it. If Maris didn't do that, I would have been fine. It would have been very, very much okay. 
I would have been very competitive with everyone else on the hill, everyone else. You would have been. this fucking you, miss, this <laughs> missile beside me came out of like me. You would have been able to shift. You would have been able to get through that gearbox like you do. Yeah. But no, you had a missile in lane eight who somehow had made his second pedal look like he was on a 40-16 when really he was probably pushing a normal 44-16, 45-16, who knows, and just motored down the hill. The acceleration on that gate is fucking surreal, and we won't ever see that again, I don't think. Like, if you really watch it, I don't even, there's not even any words to really describe how well he accelerated. No, I don't think there is. I don't know how to. Like, I don't, I would love to know that we could probably look it up. I'm sure Graf has the time. Someone's looked it up before, but I'd love to know the hill time on that. Um, it's hard to say, you can't really compare it to, I guess, other years. Who knows what the wind, the weather, whatnot. But that's got to be like one of the fastest hill times ever there. Has to be. And gotta I mean, be. probably year after year as everyone's gotten faster, maybe it's gotten faster for like that period of time comparison to everybody else. Yeah. Because you can't, it's hard to compare five years later because the whole, everyone gets bigger, stronger, faster, equipment gets better. Yeah. We got, um, a, we got a caller call, here, T. Caller number three. Okay. All right. Caller number three, you are, you're live on air with Coffee Chatter. Who are we speaking to? Oh, it's Justin Wall from USA BMX. How hey, Justin. Doing? Hi. Justin, how are you doing? Doing good, guys. Hey, I wanted to get on, on this goat talk real quick oh please oh, yeah talk to us so i think you guys are you spot on i mean maris and sam willoughby can go hand in hand for i think the new school kind of olympic era bmx racing mm -hmm. i want to split it yeah. up though because i mean I'll, just like basketball i mean jordan was in a different league then so kind of old school era i think todd lyons has to get his name tossed in there too Okay. All right. See, just you know, it's so hard. I just, I, I know obviously Todd Lyons and stuff, but I was, I was just so young when he was racing and he probably started like I was just so young. So I don't really, I honestly don't remember. I mean, yeah, he just, I mean, he was one of the first bad boys of BMX. I'm sure there was others, but he just brought so many eyes onto the sport and just bikes in general. I think we got to toss his, his name in the hat. Yeah, that's fair. Like I'm the same with Tori. Like I, I'm too young to to get to watch. I'm sure there weren't many videos, but too young to kind of know his era, know what he did in the sport, and kind of the same thing with I've heard Randy Stumphauser's name thrown into one of those guys yeah. who's just all time, but I was still not able to get to get to watch him and get to understand just how good he was. So yeah, and you definitely yeah, have to consider like someone like Bubba too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bubba, hundred percent. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like. Again, another era, but like mid-school, I think, you know, Bubba, Mike Day, Donnie, I mean, all of those guys can be, can be tossed yeah. in. But I think you're spot on with Sam and, and Maris. Yeah, for sure. Like our generation is kind of new school era, Sam, or new school era, Sam and Maris. And I think the kind of generation before, I would probably say Bubba was just because yeah. he could really make it happen from anywhere. He won, he tells you, like three or four, I think, lots of world championships. So for back yeah. then, like... I mean, what, what, what more can you really ask for? Yeah, uh, like I mean, the ABA, ABA circuit back then was 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 everything, you know. And like to win it that many times, we can sell those guys. Like Bubba was so good that I wrote like stories about him when I was in like elementary school. You had to do like a, write a story about your hero. Like Bubba was a hero back then. So it's, yeah, we've talked yeah. about it before. No one cheered as as loud as they did Nobody. for Bubba. Like, he got the oh, most yeah. cheers at the track when he was racing out of everyone. And he, wasn't would light, like, he would light the arenas up, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a couple years ago, I want to say 20, 
19 at uh, Phoenix. He came back for the vet race. Yep. And everyone was lined up against the fence. It was, it was awesome. Just see this old retired pro, I mean, vet pro, but just getting everyone on the fence line. It was so he still liked it. It was still like that with him. Huh? He still had that era or like that oh, yeah. aura. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, everyone knows the name Bubba Harris. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, so here's what we're going to do on the, uh, the Instagram this week, we're going to put out, we're not going to put the poll because we don't have enough people that we don't have all of people. We're going to put in the question, new old school era goat, mid school goat, and the new school goat. We're going to see how many votes everyone throws yeah. over, which riders, and then. That's, all right, that's a good idea. Go ahead and tag me make... in there. I'll share those. 100%. We'll do, awesome. Yeah. yeah, we will. Thanks a lot, bro. Yeah, no problem. Hey, anyone going to the uh, NorCal tangent pro-am this weekend i'll be there i'll be racing if you want to see me be all sketchy and everything it'll be great um, you guys have a great rest of your live show um loving these guys appreciate it thanks for calling in justin awesome. nice to talk to you tuning in, bro appreciate it have a good one later you too buddy justin wall everybody usa bmx Justin, uh, an awesome dude yeah awesome dude I think, I think, I think it's a, he makes a good point. There's got to be a huge difference between calling the goats of the eras because so many people nowadays, um, with technology of videos and whatnot, they don't know the old school guys, myself included, barely know the mid school guys, myself included. And then we really know the new school guys. I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to like, it's impossible to compare because Mm -hmm. like when Bobo was racing, um, they didn't have Supercross, they didn't have that. So all their, their main focus, everything was on the APA series, which was huge. And Bubba won, I don't know if it was three or four, but I think he won three or four. Um, plus he won the world championships as well. So I think from that era, I would say Bubba was the, was the GOAT. You could obviously argue like Bennett was, and um, I think Bennett won three world championships, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. I mean, six of one, half a dozen of the other. It depends what you value too, because True. you could make the yeah. argument with Sam and Maris, like Sam won whatever. What how many ABA titles did he win? Three or four? Something like that too. Yeah. So, yeah. And he won the world's what twice in the league. Uh, are we talking about Sam? Sam, yeah. Yeah, twice. He, he won twelve and fourteen. Yeah. So yeah. how many times did Maris win it? Twice. He won it twice as well. Yeah, we're China and uh, China South and South Africa. Africa yeah. Um, yeah. So you can make the same argument. It depends what you value. It's true. Yeah, it, it really does depend what you value. This kind of ties in a question uh, I saw on 15 BMX. Well, um, back stretch. Oh, loosen that up. Loosen yeah. that back up. Um, this couch is uncomf- uncomfortable as fuck. I said it last time too. It just looks like one of those things. It's just a prop. You never sit in that other than this show. It's just a prop there in the room. No, why would anyone buy it? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those coaches you just throw shit on just to have something to put place. Seriously, like, put yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, anyway. Anyways, uh, so tying it into what I saw, this is a while back from 15 BMX. They are going off, which current pro brings the most value to the sport? Well, which, which pro do you think brings the most hype to the sport? So we're talking mid-school, like Bubba, he brought that hype. He was the guy. I, I can't speak for old school because like, I don't know that enough. Bubba was a mid-school guy, but who is the new school guy that brings this hype? I mean, it's Mariana, no question. You think so? Well, think about, think about like, the yeah. draw she brings to the sport. It's, it's insane. It, yeah, yeah. 
I guess that's not even it's not even a question. I think. No, I, th- I think as I'm like kind of realizing in my head, it's not. Go. Who's number two then? Because you're right. Like she's literally, she's literally probably changed slash improved the sport single-handedly, brought more eyeballs on it than anybody else. Ever. Yeah, I mean, in South America, like there's no, it's not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Um, what about the rest of the world and other than Mariana? What do you think? Like, like in terms of say at the races, like people really getting behind somebody. Yeah, let's go with that. Like, let's okay, go with yeah, like yeah. what we think of as Bubba in our eyes back then at the races to who's that person now. I mean, I mean, Neek's pretty big worldwide in the sport for sure. Mm-hmm. I think people re- like he's really popular. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think his YouTube presence is very worldwide, and then yeah, I think yeah, that like a lot I think, hype to him because he wins so much, obviously. So fast, yeah, like he, yeah, I agree. Like he's won a lot. He's in a country like Holland, which is big in BMX and sport in general. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's had a really good following on YouTube and like social media. He's done a good job with all that. Mm-hmm. But I think he's probably the most followed by kids and stuff. I would say. Yeah, the probably most. Yeah, like he's just a really nice guy. Obviously, like he's yeah. just a normal dude. So I think pe- people really like that. He got into vlogging at a good time. Vlogs are big, you know, big vlog guy. Yeah, race week vlogs. Like people love them. They get shit ton of views they go worldwide. Like that stuff. Yeah, you, know? you get it's a lot of work. You got to really like to do it. Yeah, I was reminiscing with uh, with old Nick Fox back uh, from like we went to China one time and we were, we were on the vlog game before vlog game and BMX was even a thing. So all you guys can you know fuck right off we were doing it it was hard as shit but it was a blast and we're never going to do it again but i'm just, I just why don't you bring it back why don't you vlog i got enough on my plate right now pal <laughs> yeah i mean i was uh like when i was racing there's no way i vlog a race weekend it's hard like so that's why i give yeah, credit like, to these guys like uh jay and uh jeremy smith and uh big q quillen like they do all those videos at the races those are hard to do yeah i didn't care about anything besides racing and like I didn't have the energy to spend on other stuff. So I wasn't the person to do that. I think, yeah. yeah. Like, it, yeah. Like those guys, it's, it's a lot of effort. Like, you know, so yeah. I, was, I mean, personally, I'm very single minded. So mm-hmm. I, like I said, I wouldn't have been able to do that, but and w- yeah, I mean, if, if you, if you can do it and still race well, I mean, it's, cause think about how after a race weekend, there's so much hype that just happened on the race weekend. If you see like Nick win in Argentina and you see his Argentina vlog, mm-hmm. everyone's going to watch it. Everyone. Yeah, I do have a bone to pick about some of his videos. We'll get to in a sec here. Um, but you're right. It's like everybody wants. I love watching them myself. I love watching those people behind the scenes videos, vlogs, yeah. like bullshitting behind like that kind of stuff. Like we did it at uh, in Chula back in the day. We tried to do some for a bit, and they yeah. were fun. But you're right. Like I can't do that all the time personally. I love to yeah. just talk with people in the moment. It's hard to remember to bring out the camera. It's hard to do all that stuff and be in the moment at the same time. It's tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people like it kind of a, like a hobby. I remember talking to Bodhi about it before. And Bodhi made some really good vlogs a few years ago at the races, kind of like Dirt Shark-esque. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about those the other day. I think I rewatched a couple from like yeah. Oldsmar and stuff. Anyway, he like it's a way for him to like kind of like de-stress and not think about stuff. And he like really enjoys doing it. It's a hobby. And so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And if that's something that distracts you from whatever, training and stuff, and it, you know, <clears throat> something to do in your spare time, it's pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent agree. <clears throat> what I don't like about vlogs and some of these videos, and oh, unfortunately, you having a little adjustment there. All yeah, right. we're good. Keep going. All right. What unfortunately this happens to Neek a lot because he's just too fast. But I get tired of watching the GoPro videos of somebody that's in the lead. Now 
You can't fault oh, the really? guy. You can't fault the guy for being in the lead and winning and posting the video. People want to see that. But as a racer, I've seen this the track. Rant? Just the rant. You know what? This is my rant. This is my rant. I've seen the track. I know what the track looks like. I don't want to see a video of you leading the race. All it is is a, a lap preview. We get a lap preview when we're riding the track. People can see those lap previews before the race. I want to see that action. Basically, I want to see a GoPro on Sylvan all the time because that dude is just duking it out all the time. Those are the GoPro videos I want to see. Not these winning races. Unfortunately, they're the ones that get all the views because it's a GoPro video of someone winning a race. But I want to see the action. I don't need to see you winning the lap by yourself. I don't need to see the track preview again. Stop fucking hole shotting. Stop hole shotting. And I can't, we can't blame anyone. Can't do you know, anything. I don't actually mind GoPro videos with no one in there, in front. So, like, if it's, so this is it where does look, it does. It does look better, though. Like, it does look better. Yeah. You know, it looked really good when Nick Wars GoPro in 2017 and, and I beat him and got on the podium and he didn't. That GoPro video looked really cool. That's the GoPro video we like. And he, got, and he got to follow Joris, me, and Connor. Like, that was my favorite Nick GoPro video ever. That's the best GoPro video of all time, isn't it? That's the best one. That's Tori's favorite. Put it on the all time list right there. That's probably the GoPro. The <laughs> Fuck, I look good. <laughs> But people love it. So as we're tying it in, you, the, the Rio GoPro video that you posted that's gone viral twice now Dude, that we're going to get into. Twice it's gone viral now. People love it. Absolutely Dude, legit, die for it. The, so the first time, well, this time we posted it. Dude, it's gotten reshare on some big platforms and it's gotten a shit ton of views and like impressions stuff now. It's gone legit viral. The one I posted at the Olympics, obviously when you post the Olympics, anything goes viral. Oh, but that one got exploded. like originally like, it got like 250,000 views. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Went legit. That one went like legit, legit internet viral. That's insane. Like like it Snapchat, just blows up. I went on Snapchat. Snapchat was sharing the video I posted um, during Rio, the GoPro video. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Snapchat was playing my GoPro video. So cool. And like that track yeah. in that self, like people want, no one gets to ride that track. No one got to except for the, those oh. U24, 32. Yeah. I can't remember the number. Yeah. You guys. So yeah. that's like iconic and people just love that. You know, it's funny. I knew that was going to be huge. So for practice, I put my GoPro on, did the second straight one time, took it off and gave it to whatever Adam and just got the video. And then when it continued the rest of practice, and I think I was the first person to post anything. And so obviously it just fucking exploded. Didn't, so did, we don't really have to tell, but didn't you end up like posting it, not knowing if you're allowed to post it, taking it down and then throwing it back up again? So I posted it for like half an hour or like 20 minutes, like not very long, 10, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. Okay. And then someone told me it wasn't allowed because the Olympics is like super weird about that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I took it down and then I texted Chris Westwood, who works for Cycling like Canada and was one of our reps for the Olympic team. And he said it was fine. So I reposted it. Yeah. Classic. All right. Call four. All right. Caller number four. You're live on air with Coffee Chatter. Who are we speaking to? Uh, hey, how are you, Ben? Roger, is this oh, you? This is Roger. Roger, we missed you, bro. It's been where have you been, bro? We've been worried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. I've just been, you know, hanging out. What do you what do you mean not talk about it? That's what we do on the podcast. We talk about things. We need to talk about Literally, it. Literally the only direction for a podcast is to talk, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it's for? It's what we do. It's what we do, bro. Roger Roger, what's the latest? You've taken up Cam lately or what? Uh, no, he's taking it on himself. Apparently today, I think he put his pinky through his own chain ring somehow. There's chain. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess, uh, 
Sousa and Jeremy Smith have to be better parents to him while he's down there in Florida. You're telling me Sousa and, and, and Jay Smooth aren't aren't uh, good guardians, aren't good influences? Come on, Jay Smooth. Come on, Sousa. Step yeah, up I know. <laughs> I just don't understand what's going on down there. It's just wild. Yeah, I hope he's okay. Mm -hmm. so you got to take it easy on him for a while, and you can't be you know, blowing him over a turn for the next bit. But, I mean, that, that T in Tulsa is looking real promising for Cam. All right, speaking of Tulsa, are you going? Uh, maybe. Perhaps. Are, are, are you going, Terry? Yeah, bro, i got to tell the way. The Penix is out. We're even lighter than before. We've got a few weeks to try and piece something together, and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. You'll be good. You, need, you don't need to piece anything together, Terry. You just need to – all you need is a first straight, and then you just need to go into block well, mode. Well, first and foremost, my abdomen needs to get pieced together slightly after the appendix surgery. But, um, no, you're right. After that, no, just, yeah, just go for it. Just, I, mean, I mean, if you just go – Left instead of right. I mean, I feel like they can't catch you, right? Absolutely. So, Roger, we asked Michi, but who do you call for the double-A win at the Grants for the title? <sighs> I don't know. You got you got to throw there. you got to throw a name out there. You got to throw someone in the on the card. Uh. I mean, it can change by the time we get there. But who's your pick right now? Who's my pick right now? Not Connor. Oh wow! No. Anybody what? but Connor. Wow. I don't know. I just I'm not impressed by him right now. I'm just not impressed by him leading up to Grands right now. Okay, do, okay. do, yeah, do who explain. Who are you impressed with? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It, I'm I don't know right now. <laughs> I'm up in there. All I know is not Connor. All right. Well, we got a couple weeks. Maybe he can change your mind. I don't know what what your issue, what his issue is, or your issue there. But you know, maybe he can change your mind. I mean, I feel like Roger. Right, where? I was going to say, Roger, like where are you from? I like, I like your accent. Uh, I don't have an accent. Well, you do to us. Instead of Connor, you go Canner. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think, uh, I don't know, I think, I think Wood can, uh, can uh, really put it on the heat of Connor, and I think Connor might crack. You're throwing the wild card in there with the, a Cam Wood, basically the rookie. Well, they just, they just got to wait till you're in the class, bro. Then you're just blowing up everybody. Yeah. Then just give them a one-way ticket to Cracker Barrel after racing. <laughs> bro, they're going to be out there in full goalie suits trying to avoid me. Well, yeah, you know, we, we'll have a little Grand's T-Bone last turn actions, put some of the turns, we, turn, so we'd love to see it, Roger. We'd love to see it if you're going. No, we don't need the thir third turn. We need the first turn, and that's all. That's they should just like they should just right. put the finish line on this after the first turn, and the whole the whole shot on the first on the sec first jump in the second straight that should be the finish line. All right, Roger, you're gonna be our correspondent at the Grants, okay? I am. I should have been the correspondent yeah, be our, at Loserville in Kentucky. You're gonna be our correspondent. You're gonna be our correspondent. Okay. Kentucky don't Sounds matter. Good. We're just worried about the Grands now. We're looking ahead. Looking ahead. We're looking ahead, bro. Okay. Sounds um, good. Anyway, bro, thanks for calling in, bro. We missed you. Don't, don't, don't leave us hanging, man. We get worried when we don't hear from you for a while. <laughs> All right, I'll try to call in more. <laughs> Thank All you, Roger. Take care, bro. Later. Miss you. Love miss you too. All right, thanks, Roger. Love you, Roger. Roger. Roger's a huge coffee chatter guy. Huge. He's our like, grand correspondent. Huge coffee chatter guy. Yeah. We got to have yeah. our weekly callers in, you know.
Yeah. Um, let's get into Ariel's post. Yeah. Cause that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that's one of the posts when you're just on your little morning scroll or whatever, and you see it and then you just stop in your tracks and read it. Yeah. You read it. I haven't, I never read through, I don't read through these things when I just do the scroll. If I like the photo, I give it a like, check it out, give it a quick one. But that one really got some attention because, um, there's, there's a series, there's reasons to have attention around it. So the Sylvan social media check-in, Ariel's post. Do you want to explain the post a little bit for everyone that maybe didn't see it? Sure, I'll read it. Okay. USA BMX, I love you. You raised me and I will be forever grateful. But I'm super bummed you won't let Peyton ride in our race, the pro women at Grants this year. I raced my first pro Grants at 16. I'm pretty sure at least post 11 won her first women's pro title at 16. I get that the rules have changed largely because of UCI rules, and I've read your 2020 rule book, but seeing as Grants is in a UCI race and there's no junior class divided, I don't see the harm in letting Peyton race the pro women's class, especially since you already let her race pro open at Maryland, Indiana, and Rockville this year. In January, she'll be categorized as elite and fighting for a spot on the Tokyo team by missing out on racing pro at the greatest race on earth is hurting her professional development. I'm guessing Lexi Kobley and Molly Simpson would love to race the pro women's as well. So, I guess... Yeah. Um, so obviously, because the like UCI rule, obviously it's age, not choice when you turn elite. So mm-hmm. generally, that's why you wouldn't be able to race. But in this instance, because I mean, um, Payne's already raced pro open. Uh, it's not a UCI race, I believe. Right? Yes. So that's my big my big ticket item here. Yeah, if it's I not a UCI race. Race. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's elite, understandable. Unfortunately, you can't race. Uh, if you're a junior, yeah. you can't race elite unless you get bumped up. That's it, it is what it is. And if there was no junior class at the event, well, that's just your shit out of luck, unfortunately. But if it's the yeah. USA BMX Grands where they do double A and uh, pro women, well, then I th- I think you should be is allowed to. I mean, move up to the class if you're old enough. If if you're basically 15, 16, you should be able to go up to elite or to pro. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, like I said, she's already raced pro open. So mm-hmm. technically she's already raced pro this year. So what's the difference then? Like yeah. at this point, especially with it not being a UCI race, like, yeah, I think she should, they should be able to. Yeah. Why not? And even Elise commented on it and said she thinks she, they should be able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think her being like her racing the pro-ams to me makes any difference because the whole idea of a pro-am. It's not a pro-am though. It's not a pro-am. It's pro open. Okay. Well. So it's an, it's an, it's pro, it's, it's an open of all the pros. So it's pro class. So you can't race it if you're amateur, technically. No, it's pro open, yeah. So oh. elite women, or like, yeah, it's A pro, double A, and pro women. So yeah, okay. it's, an open of, it's, an, it's an open of the pros. Okay, so you're basically calling the girl a pro, but then she can't race women pro at the Grands. Like, what? Yeah, so, yeah, what? That, is, that is honestly does. What are we doing sense. here, people? What are we doing? We need to lock this shit up. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're racing a pro open, that means you're technically up into the pro class. If they're going to make an exception, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you've opened up the, the door to making exceptions, unfortunately in life, people take advantage and it's how it should be. If you open up the door to letting her race pro open, she should be, be allowed to race pro at the grants. Yeah. So why, why is she allowed to race? Why is she allowed to race pro early in the year, but not pro at the grants? It yeah. makes no sense. Especially because neither of them are UCI races. Yeah. And it's like, obviously I'm sure at the small race, the, the pro open race. I bet you there wasn't very many people. They needed another girl. She wanted to race. They're like, let's just let her do it. They think it's going to be no big deal letting her race this pro open race because they need another girl in the class, basically, maybe to make the class. Now it's backfired. Now, now you got the girls wanting to continue to race pro because that's what they do. They're junior elites. They want to race the pro class. They want to do that now at Grands, and they're not allowed to. 
you peop, yeah. people, whoever, I, I mean, I don't, we're not pointing fingers at anyone because I'm sure they just have a rule book that they're following rules and that's, it is how it is. But a hole has been dug and they're just digging it deeper now with allowing them to raise pro open and now not being able to raise grants. I don't think there's any rule that says they probably can't, to be honest. Because well, it's not used to race or anything. Um, I'm just scrolling through the comments here, but yeah, pretty much like, everyone's in support of letting them race. Mm -hmm. Elise and Mariana have commented. TB's commented. Like a lot of people have commented. I'm Danny sure there's, there's got to be a rule of like age of what age you can be. You have to be to turn up into the pro class. Because that's there always is like a rule like you have to be. I I think for a pro it I used to be like there, there definitely is because you can't just be twelve and be like oh I'm gonna sign up for pro. You can't no, 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 but Peyton's what Peyton's how old is Peyton? Uh, sixteen, seventeen. I don't know. She's junior, seventeen probably. So she's but uh, she's turning elite next year, so she'd be eighteen, then, wouldn't she? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, she'd probably be eighteen. So she's she's eight. So yeah, obviously she's old enough. Yeah. So you'd think you'd, um, she's already raced pro this year, so. We, someone, if you know the age of what you have to be to technically to be pro women class, call in and tell us because first of all, it's probably an age, but it's probably like, you'd think the age would be like 15 or 16 years old to be able to turn pro. Yeah. And she's yeah. 18. You're basic, you're junior elite. You are a junior elite. You're a pro. Race the pro class. <laughs> yeah. It's not UCI, like I said, and I race pro this year. I think that's the biggest thing. They already raced pro this year. So what, like why? There's not real reason for them to not let them race pro. Yeah. the grands, I think. What are they going to race if they don't? Like, do they race their age class still? Do these girls Good race question. their age class? So, like, if they, if they race their age class, so what? Then they race pro earlier this year, and they just go back to amateur? And what if they that's miss? That's not right either. It, well, it's not right. It may that's, actually, that's actually not fair to the other girls in the class. No. Unless they, unless she, well, I mean, I don't really think there's any... Fairness, unfairness. I mean, she. That's raced, like okay. Connor's going to race late. He's racing nineteen to twenty-seven at the Grands. Well, no, I think I think it's different than that. She's technically an amateur. If she still is, it is. But my my point being is like you should normally you can't just go pro back to amateur. No, like exactly. So obviously they're they're doing the opposite. They're like, oh, we just let you go up to pro. But I wonder, do you think they? I don't know. I'm, we're just we're making shit up in my head where I'm like, oh, maybe they just said it was a pro-am instead of pro-open. That's why they let her race, and she's still an am. But it wasn't. It was pro-open. It was pro-open, yeah. Huh. Speaking of pro-open, back in the day, all the double A's used to race pro-open and race two classes and make pretty good money. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't actually know. So there's three, there was three ways for double A's to make money. There's pro, pro-open, and pro-cruiser. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Yeah, I didn't know money. that. Yeah, so got a lot of guys who race pro open just because it means cash. Get cut off in pro, go to pro open, win that one, go race cruiser, have half the class in pro cruiser class, maybe go win some money there. Pretty good. Pretty good. No, seriously, yeah. There's pretty good opportunities to make money back in the day. Yeah, like, that's solid. Probably 15, yeah, not even 15 years ago, but yeah, like 2000s. Yeah. Huh. Way back in 2000s. Way, way back then. That's insane. To think. Yeah, I mean, because even if you didn't make double A, man, you go win pro and make, I don't know how much it was, five, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. Nowadays, you could go to the Grands, you could uh, race your three laps in the pro class in the one day, get, uh, get motoed, and see you later. Bye-bye, go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw Sylvan here, you have her down as a playoff idea. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we, got in, we got into the discussion. First of all, let me just let you know, T, I know you probably already know, I'm not going to France again. <laughs> oh my god i was i was gonna ask you so what's, what's the update on that i was you know what this past week i was watching the, i just like whatever look at the news and whatever yeah and i, I just see europe's going into lockdown i was like just chocolate myself <laughs> picturing you <laughs> picturing picturing you going to france 
So I, I technically, Boy, I still got my flight book. I gotta, I gotta cancel that flight. I still haven't canceled. What did that es- What did that escalate a lot in a week? Huh? Unbelievable. That was like literally two days. So. The whole thing, it went from me going to not going to you guys convincing me to go. And I was, got everybody on board. I told everybody, told, told Robert, told Adam, told parents. I'm like, I'm going to France. I told Romain, he was on board. He's like, we're going to France. Literally, I think it was the next day or two days later, Sylvan texts me and he's like, uh, bro, if you can go to Florida, go to Florida. You shouldn't come here. I was like, what do you mean? Like, you just told me to come. And so I instantly checked the news, saw they're going on lockdown. I was like, damn it. That was the so sign. Are they full lockdown again or what? I don't think it's the same as earlier this year. They're still allowed to go to work and do that kind of stuff. But so they have their camp in France or at the center. And I heard that they're they're still doing it because they're technically counting that as work as their job. So they're doing that. But when they go home, they, they they're on lockdown, I think. Sick. Yeah. So that was super fucking cool. That was straw was yanked, not going in again. So that changed. Yeah. So are you doing anything else? You're just going to stay home? Um, I've talked to Joris a bit. I got to touch base with him, see what his plans are. Maybe I go down there for a bit, but um, yeah. with how, how late all this is, I'm kind of over it. We'll see what, see if I go train with Joris for a bit and that's about it, but I don't know now. God, now, so shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Just t- like, <laughs> yeah. Got put in a blender just, there for like a week of what I'm doing. Going, not going, going, not going. Probably so excited to finally leave Canada too and just go somewhere new. I was so stoked when I booked the flight, got bummed. When you guys convinced me, like, I was hyped. My heart was racing that when I was sending those texts. <laughs> I, was I was hyped. I was yeah, hyped. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing <laughs> I was like, I said, I was like, I'm, fuck it, I'm going. I'm doing this shit for again. For 24 hours, James was going to sell the <laughs> I was back, baby, for 24 hours. I was going. And then my dreams got crushed again, and I'm not going. And, um, yeah. That is, that is devastating. Absolutely. Absolutely devastating. Um, but circling around here. So as I was talking to Sylvan, I don't know if it was that day or not. Apparently I was talking about the playoffs in one of our radio shows. Maybe it was the last one. And my playoff idea was very confusing by the sounds of it. But he threw out the idea to me that if they wanted to have a, some kind of playoff format, they could do something different where they invite, let's say, eight or 16 riders. I can't remember what he said but I'm throwing out eight or 16 riders. Say you invite them to Papendal for a week and you put on, or maybe it's three days, who knows. And then you, but you do events. So you have timed straightaway events, say a second straightaway timed event, a third straightaway only timed event. You do maybe a half lap timed event. You do a time trial event and then a race event. And you could do that all combined for like an overall winner. For what race? This would just be for like a playoff, a fun event, some kind of like, um, I don't know, select rider event, an, uh, an individual, or I don't know what they, I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking, I'm getting a little flustered right now, T. <laughs> oh, boy, is this idea not going to work for so many reasons. Well, what do you mean? I think it'd be great. Okay, for one, so you get the top eight, 16 guys in the world, and they're just going to fly for this playoff thing? Yeah. You're gonna, okay, yeah. You're going to so make you're it. Gonna, so, so, so Connor is just going to fly from Vegas to Papandal for a random weekend to do this playoff format for like no real money and no, there's no one there watching and it's just, okay. No, but you could get this, you could start selling TV contracts or YouTube contracts. You could sell sponsor contracts to this, to get the event going. Look at the CrossFit games. 
I mean, it's a huge CrossFit is huge. It's not BMX, but I'm just saying they have like three events in one day and they're short events that are just on TV slash on YouTube live stream somewhere. You do the same with this. You do 30 minute timed action on the second straightaway. People going balls out down the second straight, get the fastest time possible. You do the same thing on the third straight, let's say an hour later, another 30 minutes of that. You could be live streaming those things while they're going and or you could cut them, paste them for TV later on. Like, I think you could do it. You know what would happen if we did, if BMX did this? <laughs> What's that? 16 guys would go to Poppendale and they just have a track session. Well, I mean, yeah, it would start off like that, but then it starts casual. And then the problem is there's not the demand, there's not the demand or viewership to watch it. Like no TV would TV, like there's not really picking up world cups and stuff. So why would they pick up this? Cause it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to be pest. I don't want to sound negative. No, I know where you're coming I from. And I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like a bad idea, but I'm just thinking realistically. It's short. It's short explosive. Gonna, yeah, no, I see the, yeah, I see the logic. And I, I, I'm sure if you streamed on YouTube, you know, from around the world to watch, like if you missed live TV did it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there could be constant like, action. That's what no I'm thinking. No, like, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't see this idea working at all. I think it's a, that's a very bad idea. And I think 16 people would go to Papandale, have a track session, try and get fastest times. Maybe it's just it on YouTube and that's it. Well, maybe we just, maybe it's like the, uh, the FedEx cup in golf when, you know, it's just all up for money. Maybe somebody forks up the money for this, just eight people, just eight. Then watch these people go balls to the wall to get this big money cash. I know I would watch it. If I wasn't there, I'd be watching it. Yeah, I would too. It's cool and new. I think it's a cool idea and it's new. It's something yeah. different. Do you think people in Papua or in Holland would go watch? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, would probably. I enjoy like track sessions, trying to see who can like racing the timers down straightaways and watching other people do it too. I think there could be potential. I don't see the demand for it. I don't think there is. Um, no, I don't see the demand for it at all. But may, I, you know what? I'm just. I hope we're not. And so it'd be like a skills competition. Basically, but it would be like a, yeah, a, a speed, a speed competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. And I could have explained it completely different than Sylvan explained to me because that was a while ago now, but I'm trying to remember it, trying to explain it. And I think it would be cool. Maybe that's my problem is I just think it would be cool instead of actually TVable. Yeah. 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 Um, side note. What I was going to say, do you want to do true and false soon? I just remembered. Yeah, let's get into the true and false in just a moment. Um, Hugo Oliveira in the YouTube chat line, uh, he was, when we was talking about the GOAT, he said, same question for the girls. In our opinion, which girl do we think is the GOAT and who's the fastest? I would say Mariana for sure is the GOAT. Yeah. I think unquestioned. Okay. Two Olympic golds. She won an ABA title. Won the world championships a bunch. Maybe world says she won. Rides answer BMX forks. Answer BMX. Get yours today. Get yours today. Um, good question. I actually don't know. Let me look it up so right. She, let me look her up right. I have the link up. Honestly, so. it's a, it's pretty much the same comparison as Elise and Mariana. Mariana Maris was similar, and Elise and Sam are similar. Like Elise is probably one more, mm -hmm. and definitely won unbelievable amount of USA BMX and ABA titles. But I think internationally, Mariana's the person. Has Mariana won junior women once or twice? Who cares what junior really? I know, but the world championship wins on the stats and BMX results. It just says. Oh, uh, they would include. Junior. Yeah, they include it. And it says four. Uh, so. 
Mariam didn't win World of Duty. She did? Didn't. No, really? No, she would have been junior in China and Adelaide. Yeah, she didn't win. Okay. Oh, well. did she, did she, who won junior in Adelaide? She must have won. No, who won? I don't know. <laughs> Junior women at 2009, I have no clue. Who would have won? I actually don't know if Maran did or not. I wasn't, think, I wasn't thinking about Junior women's class or the female people at that age, probably. Sorry. <laughs> Valentino won in China in 2008. I don't know who won in 2009. Okay, well, she has four. She won 2011 Copenhagen. She won that in Elite Now. Okay, I don't even remember that. Okay, she won 2014. Yeah. She won 2016. And that's it. So she must have won a junior title. And at least won, what, 17 in last year? Yeah. Laura's won, how many has Laura won? 2018? Uh, oh. oh, Laura's only won the one. Yeah, 2018. Only the one. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, um, but it's because she has so yeah. many other wins in World Cups and whatnot. Yeah, I would, I would say Mariana. Yeah, for sure, all around. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I would call her the goat for no, no doubt as well. Do we have a, yeah. like, uh, the fastest racer? Like, who is the fastest of the women? I think Mariana would be the fastest. You think so too? Hey. Oh, we got a little cutout from T here. We're gonna give it a moment. Um, are you back, T? <laughs> Oh, we're back. All right, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'll have to, maybe I'll just I didn't, that part out. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I was like, if I'm still alive, I don't want to just be sitting here looking like an asshole, not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, who do you think is the fastest then? <clears throat> I, have a, I have a hard time deciding that. I, would, I could go for Elise because I think she's fast on all tracks. I could go for Laura because her speed has shown that she can still pull and win. But Laura doesn't have that visual look of just all-out speed. She's too smooth. And that's weird to say. How can somebody be too smooth? But Laura doesn't look like she's going as fast as she is, so it's hard to pick her for that. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I would say Mariana is too. Yeah. Hmm. Who do you think? Fastest? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got to say, just... I don't know. Um, who do I see? And I just think, wow, that person is fast. Um, oh, I'm going to go Laura. All right. I, I'm completely contradicting right. what I just said. I'm just going to, got to be two different people though. I go Laura. And this is the same thing with the Ricky Carmichael, right. James Stewart and the Sam Maris because James Stewart won more races, but he's not the goat. Same with the girls and the guys. Okay. True. Anyways. All right. True and false. I got really good true and false. And I'm excited to say it. Did someone say true or false? Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, these people, these may be my best true and falses I've ever had. Really? I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have said that because now people are expecting something huge. They're expecting greatness now and you have to deliver. It's so hard to deliver now once you've said that. I know. So ready? I'll go first. Yeah, let her rip. Eddie Clarte signed a deal with a CrossFit gym to shoot a promo video. Uh, true. I he's a CrossFit guy. He's gym. He jumps gym, gyms a lot. They love CrossFit. Yeah, true. Sorry. Oh, you froze again. Oh darn it! <laughs> I got Terry looking at me just with a blank stare on his oh, face. James, I don't know if you can hear. 
I don't right. know if you can hear me. I'm back. I'm back. You're I back. Froze. Oh my god, that gives, gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so I answered, but what I said, it's true. And I said it's false. I made it up completely. Ah, oh, mm. I got it wrong. Damn it. Okay. All right. That was that's a good a, one. That was a good one, though. I that's a good one. That that got me easily. Um, I've been ba- <laughs> I've bamboozled you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been bamboozled. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm really concerned that I did this one last time, but I'm, so I'm, I'm going to start with it. I thought that was going to be your true and false. You say I'm really concerned. I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right. First one here. Um, Sylvan goes down uh, a frame size smaller when he goes to Saint Etienne. He uses his other bike. That's a little bit smaller. False. You're right. That's false. <laughs> what? That's surprised, but that seems like a bit of a stretch changing a bike. It, is, it does seem like a stretch. Um, it doesn't seem like a bad idea for a tight little track. Yeah. All right. Connor and Laura usually do a Friendsgiving with all their friends at a cabin in the mountains after the Grands for Thanksgiving. In the mountains? Yeah. Thanksgiving, Connor and Laura, they love the mountains. I'm going to go true. Yeah, they actually do a Friendsgiving with their friends. Nice. Got it right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, that was a good one too, wasn't it? That was a good one. That was a really good one. That's some personal <laughs> information that you know from being friends with them. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, next one. Drew baked six pastries during her quarantine at home. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. That's a lot of pastries. That's, it, it seems like something Drew would do. Yeah, she's, bake and just bake. bake for fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Dave Vandenberg lost a bet to Neek at their national champs and can't eat pancakes for a month. The bet wasn't based on results, but it was a bet. Oh, I, no, no, this is absolutely false because I saw him eating pancakes the day, the night that he won. That's false. Oh, I thought I was going to get you. Nice. Got it right. That All was right. a good one. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That could have, that could have been a bet they would make though. Cause Dave loves pancakes. It sounds so believable. <laughs> it does sound so believable. Um, next one for me. Sylvan has never won the overall French cup. True. That's true. Yeah. You wouldn't really guess it, but he's never done the full series apparently, so he's never won it. Yep. Yep. Um, Sherry Landrum originally started BMX Mania because his wife said he was manic about BMX, and that's where he got the idea from for the name. You are really coming in hot with these questions this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot. Uh, that's false. You made that up. Oh, yeah, I was so sure I was going to get you that one. I got it. <laughs> I put so much effort into these ones. These were so good. Those are great ones. Those are really good ones. All right. You still went three for four. Fuck. I know. I'm pretty good. I feel, I feel pretty good about that with those ones. Um, yeah, that's really good. Last one for me. Um, when Carlos was in Florida, little magician, he started running the answer car of tires. looking at you to see if I can tell. <laughs> it's false. Yeah, it's false. <laughs> I was like, it might be, I was like, maybe you saw his bike and you saw the answer cars. Maybe, but I told him he should start, maybe, but he, he said no. He said no. <laughs> yeah, because he's got other deals, but he's an answer BMX guy, so, you know, get yours today. BMX. Yeah, he's got the daggers, or he's got, yeah. He runs the answer corps. Yep. Yeah. Get yours today. All right. That's the, uh, True and false segment. I think I think we both went three for four, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I think we both did. 
Okay, sorry. I was already going. I didn't know how to stop it once it started going. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, get into the one words now or what? Um, I think so. I did. I want to bring this one up quickly. Okay. One more. One more. This is a. I would call this a fun topic. Okay. I wish that BMX had a BMX hat trick. Some. To explain. So I wish we had some sort of commonly known hat trick because other sports, it's so cool when. Hockey players, like grand they, get, slam. they get, or yeah, baseball players, they get a grand slam. Hockey players, they get the hat, tra- hat trick. They get the Gordie Howe hat trick. There's a, in soccer, you can get a hat trick, all these things. BMX, you don't really have anything like that. But I think we should make something commonly known. So I'm thinking either like a season hat trick where you get three World Cup wins in a row or not in the same season. I, I kind of feel like it's got to be in, the row, in a row. You could get the like a track hat trick. So if you win Papendal um, three years in a row at the same track, so at the same at Papendal, you win it three years in a row, then you, that could be a hat trick. Or it could just be like the career track hat trick, where if you, in your career, if you win it three times, that's a hat trick. I think we should have a grand slam. If we like have a, if we have a, for tennis and stuff, dude. I, that like as a race, like a grand slam for not, a race. No, no, not as a race. Just like, they say like the Grand Slam is when you win like the biggest event. So Grand Slam of BMX would probably be if you won the USA BMX title, the World Championships, and say the World Cup title. Boom. That's you just you could have yeah. That's the Grand Slam. You have like in the year you have the Grand or the career Grand the career Grand Slam. Would oh, be done Terry came in big with this one. <laughs> We're scrapping the hat trick idea. We're calling it a Grand Slam, the career Grand Slam, yeah. or the year Grand Slam. That's just huge. Yeah, it's, it's the Grand Slam or the career Grand Slam, same as golf and tennis and stuff. Yeah. So if you so here's the debate though. This is going on. This has been going on for years in Tiger's world. Is the Grand Slam holding all three titles at once in the same same calendar year, or is it doing them all? within the same 12 months yeah because tiger yeah he held them all at the same time but he won the masters in a different year the next year but he won them all in a row correct yeah yeah. Yeah. i think i think it counts as the grand slam yeah like if someone in bmx went for instance end of this state for instance someone in bmx 2021 they won the usa bmx title then 2021 they won the worlds and the world cup title Mm mm-hmm they won all the titles in a row. Yeah. So I would say that's the grand slam. Yes, hundred percent. All right, I hundred percent agree. If you can put all yeah. the, all those trophies on your table at once, in the same, you're the champ of those at the same time. That's the grand slam. You're the champ. Hundred percent. Obviously, if you miss one and it went, like it doesn't count. But yeah. And that would be the career grand slam. But if you win them all in a row, regardless of like the calendar year, mm-hmm. like in the same year, then yes, that would be a grand slam for sure. Hundred percent would be a grand slam. You're an idiot. You're fucking idiot if you don't. If you're one of those. Old, crusty, old, crusty, miserable bastards that thinks no, if you, if, if you don't. Well, you just, you're not in it. You don't know what you're talking about if you don't agree with that. No, you're just old, old guy media. <laughs> old guy <laughs> media. I was thinking to say, that old guy media crap. You're just old guy media walking around in like your, your trousers, super old and washed up and bitter about <laughs> the world. So now here's the question. Has it ever been done? Because uh, yeah, twenty yeah twenty twelve, Sam won World Championships, World Cup title, ABA title. He did it. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Holy shit! We have somebody that just won the Grand Slam. 
<laughs> somebody eight years won, ago, coming in right now. Eight years ago, somebody won the Grand Slam, and it's officially, we're announcing it today. Round of applause. Sam Willoughby won the Grand Slam of BMX. Round of applause. <laughs> Sam Willoughby is the only one to have won the Grand Slam of BMX. Unbelievable. Wait, before I quote that and sound like an idiot, I think he's the only one. I, I think, I, let's, it's hard to think, it's hard to remember back now. Because this wasn't a thing until 12 seconds ago. <laughs> this wasn't a thing. <laughs> so, uh, European title doesn't count. It's got to be the USA BMX title. No. What happens if you have, you, you're holding the Olympic gold that time too? You just had to go. <laughs> <laughs> you just... Honestly, I, I, I think the That's Olympics separate. is like a, a category. Yeah, it's separate. I think it's a category of its own. Like golf and tennis too. Hundred percent agree. You're right. I agree. They it's like the right. It's separate. Yep. Like with it's the Olympics is kind of a different category because it's it's not. I don't know how to say this. It's not like the tradition of the sport. Hundred percent agree. It happens once every four years. It's not yeah, the same. Yeah. It's not part it's of. Like, it. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's its own huge thing on its own. But yeah, the, so obviously Maris would have have the career Grand Slam. Mariana and Elise uh, has at least won the World Cup title. Yeah, I don't I think she has. No. Okay. Let me let me look. I still have that no, whole stat I sheet. I don't think she. I don't think she has. You don't think so, hey? I don't think so. Um. So Mariana would have the career grand slam. Sam, Maris, Connor, Joris. Doesn't say. They would all have the career grand slam. Career. Yeah. So Connor, Joris, Maris, Sam, Mariana. They have the career grand slam. Uh. Jor- yeah. Mariana got the Grand Slam? The career Grand Slam? She won the ABA title, World Cup title, World Championship. Okay, but, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Career, career, not, yeah, yeah, career Grand Sorry, Slam. Sorry, career Grand Slam. Sorry, I got mixed up. It, we got it. I got to make sure I, you know. know what year did Mariana win the ABA title? I think it was like. Wasn't it 2012? I want to say it was. I want to say it was 2011 or 2012. I want to say it was that, yeah. Which. Who, who won the world in 2012 in women? Ooh, in 2012. This thing, why doesn't it go by year? This thing should really go by year. It's not going by God, year. God, I should, I should so know this. Um, hmm. Take a bet. What? I'm trying to think. Elise was winning, crashed into the first corner. Oh, Magalie Poitier won. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yes, Magalie Poitier, yeah. Yep. Yep, okay. Boy, is that a name from the past or what? <laughs> it kind of feels like you just threw it out of nowhere. And it, it's yeah. just like, Wait so I, I, like, I like the fact that we've now established a career Grand Slam. It's pretty good. We have a career Grand Slam and we have the Grand Slam. So Sam's the only one to win the Grand Slam. Yep. Insane. All right. I like it. Absolutely insane. So hold on. Who can potentially... No, nobody can win the Grand Slam right now. No. Yeah, they, yeah, they could. Connor. We just... We just discussed this. If Connor wins the Grands, he wins the Grand Slam. He's not world champion. Oh, there's no world champions here. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. I, he if won he wins no- the Grands, though, and then he wins the Worlds next year, then yeah. Yeah. Okay, because technically the World Cup Oh, overall. my God. Dude. Dude. What? Dude, we could be just within history right now because Connor, if he wins the Grands... He's two thirds of the way there. All he has to do is win the worlds next year, and he completely won the Grand Slam. That and will. We, that will. And you people fucking heard it right here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Coffee chatter live, baby. You heard it here first. We might just start calling it the chatter Grand Slam. I think it has to. Uh, the you coffee know, chatter Grand Slam. We should. You know, we should make a we should make an award for the career Grand Slam. 
Okay, we're going to have to send Sam a mug that says the, the Grand Slam. I don't think, does a career Grand Slam get a, t- get a mug? I mean, it's a pretty fucking big deal. It's, I mean, but, or we could just do it from here on. Like, if Connor does it, we could give him an award. It comes out of our pocket, buddy. That's oh, my. Okay, side note. Okay, what? We didn't do, we didn't do chatties for this year. I've, I've already been thinking about that. Um, I have ideas. Um, we got to we'll talk. discuss we, at the next, the next business meeting. We have to discuss because we can't be doing the same we did last year. I'm thinking we might have to do best Instagram page of the, of the, the year or best Instagram content, some bullshit like that, because what are we, what are we supposed to do? Two Boy, are we cups? scraping the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, without we might, maybe. Yeah, I know, we're just scraping barrels. I don't know what to do. Maybe we just, we just wait till next year. Maybe we just grab it. But I've been thinking about it. It's on my list. I started writing down ideas. So we'll, we'll throw it out there. We'll get to that housekeeping later. All right, all right. Um, but I guess yeah. we'll get into one words. We've got nothing else. Yeah, let's get into one words. All right. First one. All right, I'll, I'll go. France. Bullshit. Absolute <laughs> malarkey. But BS. You've been absolutely bamboozled by the <laughs> French government. <laughs> I have been bamboozled. I'm pissed about it. France. They're my second home for many years. I love France. Yeah, fair enough. It was for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, COVID. God, fucking up everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop. What is with this second wave we're getting? Just stop. I'm tired of it. Stop. God. Like, just snap our fingers in 2021 and just let it be okay again, please. Stop. Lock it up. Lock it up, people. Lock it up. Yep, I'm about that. Just lock it up. Travel. I want to do it again. I'm a big home guy, but I'm ready. It's getting cold here. It's about to pour rain tomorrow, and I'm not stoked. Yeah. But it is what it is. Travel for you? You're traveling. I love travel, yeah. I miss travel. Yeah. Well, I travel, but like I'm like basically home here, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, this one, which is going to change. I've wrote in hat trick. Career Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Unbelievable. I can't believe we... Because Connor is on the verge of getting the Grand Slam. If he wins the Grands, he's on the verge. He's, a, he's got one more. He's won the Grand Slam. Yeah. But if, George, if someone else wins, then they... They're one third of the way there. Huge, huge. True. Yeah, is there true. anybody that needs this? Corbin, I guess. Corbin needs this if he wants the career Grand Slam. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Grands is huge. Like, Corbin could win it, or Connor could be two thirds of the way there. Are you shitting me? It's insane. That is like, this is big news. It's almost like go Corbin now. It's, it- <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Corbin, we want to see history. Like, this is, he doesn't even know. Like, he doesn't listen to this show. He doesn't he, even know, like, the four or five people he's going to join with this. This is absolutely elite company. His back might get sore from these expectations. <laughs> <laughs> might need a Cairo adjustment <laughs> with the low that it's got placed on his spine. That's a lot of weight to be carrying on him right now. All right, ProGate Europe. Absolutely fantastic. Best gate in the world. If you're out there, you need a pro gate like Tuan does on his Supercross Hill. Pro, yeah. gate, pro gate? Get yours today. Get yours today. Uh, winter. We don't really have that down here, you know? Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of missing, I'm actually kind of missing the cooler weather to wear. Dude, I don't wear, I've like worn pants maybe a couple times. I don't wear pants here. There are so many of us, 
That I'm like, saying us that are just pissed at you right now. Did the pants? Mine as well just be a prop in my dresser right now. It's insane because mine's shorts. Mine I, shorts have been absolute. Like, I don't even wear them in the gym. It's cold. Like I brought a few pairs of pants and they're just fucking taking up space because they're useless. <laughs> I'm going to start selling them soon. Like, what's the point? Dude, seriously, yeah. I kind of miss the cold fall weather. Like, I don't miss I don't miss the rain and stuff, but, like, kind of the like cool, crisp fall weather. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. Um, Callie. Oh. I, I think I just double-taked. My bad. I was going to say, second home. Yeah, home yeah. here, home home. Second home. That's a great one, yeah. 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 Uh, grands. One-third of the Grand Slam fucking history history in the making the great <laughs> justin wall if you're listening the grand slam the grand slam the grand slam we this is coming right from the the voices of coffee chatter this is a huge weekend monumental um <laughs> yeah oh, your team. uh thanksgiving turkey yep hypertrophy I hate it. Absolutely. It can fuck right off. I don't like it one bit. Yeah. yeah I'm doing it right now. Don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, grinding. Oh, my gym sessions. Like I remember we used to gym in the off season, like December and stuff. They're fucking awful. That's yeah. That's exactly what grinding is. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Switch. Definition I've, of grinding. Yeah. I've switched things or out. Me at the, or, I was going to say, or me at the driving range working on my, working on my shot shape. That's what I thought you were going to say actually. I was I was expecting some kind of yeah that coming out. Yeah. Um but that's it. That's one word answers. Um I'm looking for the video to get into what's up next, T. Because you know what's up next. What's up next? What are you talking about? The golf check in. The weekly golf check in. Oh, I thought we were done. I thought we had a golf check in with Brandy. Oh, I guess we kinda did. Okay. Weekly golf check in done. How's it back chipping and putting? That's what I was going to ask. How are we doing? What's, what's, what are we doing with the, uh, the stomach? Are we, we have the putt chip now? I feel pretty normal. Yeah, I see the doctor Wednesday. It's a virtual call with the doctor, so I got to FaceTime him, I think. Right um, on. Okay. My follow-up. But yeah, went chipped and putted yesterday and today. Short game's pretty tight. Short That's game's what, pretty tight. like to hear that. Very much like to hear that. I was going to play this for the golf check-in if we needed to, but... Oh, it's here. I love it. That's yeah. so good. We all know who we all who know who that is in the video. So. Where, where is that from? Uh, I th- is that TPC? I don't know. It's Tiger when he got to, gets the hole in one. Oh, that's that's uh, 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 Phoenix Waste Management Open. Is it is it TPC like the Waste Management yeah, Open before, before they, they had the had, stands? Yes, before they had the stadium, but that's the 16th hole. Yeah. Can you just imagine if the stands were there? It's insane. It, it breaks my heart that he can't get that roar because that would be insane. I know. Insane. How's that? What's your what's what's where are we at with your weekly golf checking? Um, played once a week. Well, I played this week and then I played two weeks ago. Me and Ryan played a little. I played a two v two match against some of my buddies from school. I haven't played with before. We played them yesterday. Me and Ryan are just an unstoppable team. <laughs> Absolute. We just grind our asses out there. We were. I was just on a bogey train to start things off. Ryan was when working on his swing, so he was going through some stuff. We lost the front nine. We were down one after the front nine. So we played five, five, five. So five front, five back, five overall. Five dollars. Yep. Back nine was our nine. We started to grind even harder. 
We didn't make, we weren't making everything, but we were grinding. It's so funny, like, James and our friend Ryan, for people that obviously don't know, they fucking win every two versus two match. It's insane. It's It's unbelievable. So we gave our buddies, because obviously Ryan's really good, and so we gave my buddies, like, a few strokes on, I think we gave three on each, three strokes on each nine. So it was tight, and then we got it up to, like, uh, to two on the back nine, up two, and then so we won the back nine and the overall. I think we got it up to three. But yeah, dude, I can't wait till I'm I, when I'm back. I can't wait to play some two v two matches again. So much fun! I'm so excited. Love it. Winter golf, just two v two out there in fucking freezing weather. That's great. So just bundled up, can't feel a thing, but yeah, living. All right. Well, I think that's all we got, people. I think it is coming to right, an end. Thanks, thanks everyone in the chat for uh, or on YouTube live for joining. Thanks everyone for listening. This was a good uh, good radio show. Thanks to the callers. It was fun to. Fun to chat BMX. We had some fun topics to go over today. I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. I love this chat. I love talking goats. I love I love talking Grand Slam. Now we're going to be talking Huge. Grand. We're going to be talking Huge Grand news. Slap for decades to come. I like. I love. Uh, I actually really love discussing different riders and talking. You know, pros and cons of both. Not pros and cons, but maybe like strengths, strengths and weaknesses. weaknesses or whatever. Yeah, yeah comparing. I, I love diving into riders' careers. I think it's really fun. I 100% agree, and I think we could do this more. I also want to say that we are, we're working on getting ourselves a website. Um, we, yes, just, we literally yeah. just started the conversation, so the process is just beginning. But we're going to hopefully get a website coming 2021 where you can find everything Coffee Chatter in one place. So uh, yeah. keep your eyes out. we are inching towards 200,000 downloads. Monumental, some miss. Yeah, that's say. pretty big. That is, Sorry, right. I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just excited. I remembered. No, that's fine. That's, this is a big moment. These are big moments yeah. for Coffee Chatter. Yeah, so. things things are happening over the chatter. Things are happening. Things Stay are happening. So yeah, like Tori said, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening live. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Winning starts with a great gate. Thanks Ooh. to S squared. Answer BMX. Get yours today. Play more BMX. Get, get yours today, baby. And remember, guys, snap on green. Snap on green. And uh, what is this? Hit it hard. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back. <laughs> you have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>